Hello and welcome to the DC Movie Fan Podcast, a literal only podcast that talks about how good the DC Cinematic Universe is. As always, I'm Executive Vice President of DC Entertainment, John Berg, and these are the only people that promise not to talk shit on my movies. Across from me is the ever-defensive yet somewhat sweaty cosplayer Harley Quintessence 7. To my left is your esteemed host, the thrice kicked out of Comic-Con but never quietly, Big Dick Brainiac 76. I make them know! They gotta hear it! Uh, with me, not right now, is uh, the professional DC cosplayer, Lex Triple X Luther 6969. Nice. And uh, now it's the time for the only weekly online rant you need to care about. <laughs> it's the Big Dick Brainy X76 rant. Um, I think probably a little bit of both, but also with the fact that he just doesn't get any help from Bill Belichick anymore. I mean, he never really did anyway, but as he's getting older, he's going to get less of an ability to carry a team like that. only got a receiver, but now he's gone. So, and Gronk is just fucked. Right. Yeah, and I don't I don't, mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like as far as hiding something for injury or hiding a talent, Gronk's the one they're hiding. Because, like, they put him out there. He doesn't do anything. He's like, just a big body. And then Brady still, like, tries to force the ball to him, and it doesn't end well. He's a... <laughs> 30-something-year-old tight end who's had two back injuries and amongst other things. Right. It's about over for him. Right. Probably probably not going to come out of this year. You mean Bill Belichick was right trying to trade him? Yeah. What? Billy was like, right again. That can't be possible. That's weird. Good old Fitzy, Larry Fitzgerald, has cleared up uh, remarks uh, regarding a video that was making the rounds since Sunday. In the video, it looks like the, the Domacugs uh, is... Poking him in the eye through his face mask after a play, followed by Fitzgerald pushing him away and fucking with his chin strap. According to Fitzy, though, this was just horsing around between friends and there was no foul play. I'm not surprised that people were freaking out about it, though, judging by Suds history. Right. But he apparently they went to college together and everything. He's like, yeah, we're good friends still, and we were just messing around. Just nothing serious. Don't worry. If you say so, Fitzy. I mean, if he says so, I believe him. All right. He's a good dude. Uh-huh. I believe him. He likes fucking around with people. Right. So. Seahawks coach and master's degree holder and fucking old Pete Carroll has signed to a contract ex- extension with the Seahawks. This is a great move and I'm so excited to see him still coaching the Hawks when he has Alzheimer's in the near future. Yikes, dude. <laughs> Yikes. Is it through 2020 or 2021? 2021. Okay. He's getting more money than uh, John Gruden now, and he should. So yeah, because he actually has a good – he's actually coaching a good football team and putting one as together. Far, as far as coaching goes, John Gruden deserves to be the least paid head coach. <laughs> right. No, because, like, it, it takes a good coach to turn around a team that looks that bad on paper to being good. Right. Right. It takes a good coach to do that. And uh, you know, Russ is great and as good as he is. Look, look at what happens with the great quarterback and – you know, a, a team with a bad coach. Like, you see it. Before. You've seen it everywhere. Oh, yeah, you see it all over the place. Yeah, it's important to keep Pete Carroll. He's still got it, and he's still great. In all seriousness, even though he is fucking old. <laughs> that man's old. <laughs> he's an old boy, but he loves chewing that gum. As oh, he long loves... as he's chewing that gum, he's coaching. It's, it's Fountain of Youth gum. He just keeps chewing on that shit. I got a quick injury update for y'all. <laughs> Broncos running back Philip Lindsay is out for the year from a wrist injury that will require surgery. His former teammate, Demarius Thomas, is also out for the year with the torn Achilles. Big rippies, and I hope they're better for next year. Now, Marcus Mariota 
is questionable for his games on Sunday because he's dealing with the stinger. He's going to need to be there against the Colts. If they want to get in the playoffs, shit going to get sticky. I don't know. Blaine Gabbard could be the truth. Incorrect. <laughs> you can't stop Blaine Gabbard. You can only hope to contain him. You hope... <laughs> he contains himself just fine. <laughs> I... I... After doing one of the most incredible things I've ever seen a punter do in a play on Sunday, Matt Bosher was, air quotes, randomly drug-tested. The NFL is not even trying to hide it at this point. They see somebody do something incredible, and they immediately get the pee cup out. And they're like, piss in this boy. You're doing them drugs, ain't you? Dude, that was such a good tackle, though. That was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen a punter do. Oh my I sh- God. I like almost shat my pants when that happened. I was like, "What <laughs> the?" Because I saw I saw that dude get body stem, and I was like, "That was fucking sweet." Who did it? And I saw the number, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but Pat McAfee had the greatest hit on a punt return of all time. Oh no, I love that clip too. That was really good. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't know if I. He took Trenton Holiday out of the league. Jesus. <laughs> he fucking flattened him. <laughs> it was really good. That sounds like something Pat McAfee would do. Oh, yeah, and he probably got hype as fuck out of doing that, too. Oh, uh, of course. I ran to the sideline and drank a beer. <laughs> that sounds like something he'd do. Right. Shot some threes from the loft at his place of work. Shout out to Barstool. <laughs> hire us, please. And finally... Perfectly fine coach that couldn't control a little bitch boy, Mike McCarthy, is reportedly interested in taking the Cardinals coach head, head coach job when their head coach is going to get fired, supposedly. Yeah, Mike McCarthy, go from good offensive talent and okay defense to a shit team and then show them who you really are. Yeah, I think he will. Gets, get a, an Andy Reid fire lit under your ass. Maybe. It'll force him to write a scheme for once. He's got a rookie quarterback, right. sophomore quarterback now, then. Yeah, right. I, I think I think he'll be a great coach. I think he I, is a great coach. I think uh, I the more time I have to settle on this, the more the percentage of everything being Aaron Rodgers' fault increases. And then, uh, luckily, Rosen's having his uh, humble beginnings instead of just coming out and being great like Aaron Rodgers did. So and Baker Mayfield is doing, right? But I mean, I guess his situation is a little different. Don't we'll get into it. Right. Oh, I said and finally twice. Did you see where I'm at today? I'm very tired, folks. Evidently. I wrote and finally, so there was that, and then I said and finally, and finally, and in more double co- finally in more coach searching news, the Jets are playing to make a run of Jim Harbaugh, who I would love to see back in the NFL, not as a fucking Jet though. Please not as a fucking Jet. Oh, please don't hire Jim Harbaugh Jets. I don't know if he'd take the contract. Be like, he look at that. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. He, huh? would get, he would get Darnold. Maybe he'd get his boy or some shit. I, I don't know. I bet he would love to just sit on the sideline and just have really great, great scripted offense, everything going great for him, put a great defense together because that's what he does, and then just watches Darnold throw like three picks in the game, and he's just so happy about it. Oh, he's just so happy. He hunches over in his khakis, looks like he's getting ready to poop. He's always ready to poop. (laughs) (laughs) He has IBS. Don't make fun of it. Oh, man. Oh, Oh, sorry. That's the jobby. I said finally twice. Uh, Hi, I'm tired. I think this might be the quietest Black Monday we'll have in 
recent history. You think the quietest? I think it's going to be one of because on average, four to five coaches get fired. I'm thinking six to seven. I'm thinking two. You think only two. Right. A lot of and, the one that would have normally got fired on a Black Monday got fired during the season this year. Right. I well, I would I would say you're going to get like four to five firings, and then if you add in the two that have already been fired this year, you get six to seven. Yeah, but we're talking about Black Monday yeah. firings specifically. Well, I think Vance Joseph is gone. I think, uh, oh, my God. Who's the coach for the Jets? He's gone. Uh, Bowles. Bowles is gone. I think, obviously, the Cardinals coach is gone. That's three. Um, I think Bowles is gone. And if somebody can get Joe Harbaugh, they're gone. I think that might be it. I hope it's the Packers. Please let me be the Packers. We're gonna we're gonna hire a defensive coordinator as a head coach. I think the Jaguars are gonna fire Doug Marone. Oh yeah, I I think they're gonna fire him too. It, there's gonna be a lot of coach firings. I think there was a report saying that they might stick with Doug Marone. Yikes, dude! Since uh, it's been clear that quarterback play has been piss poor. Yeah, but you could coach better quarterback play. Look what look what Shanahan does with Nick Mullins. Yeah, but who are they going to find that's like a Shanahan right now? Who was the Texas Tech or coach that that college coach that just left Texas Tech or whatever or Oklahoma, Shingsbury, Shonsbury, Kingsbury, whatever, Kling? I don't remember his name. Berry Man. Do you know? you uh, Shonsbury or something. Big yeah, old Berry. I feel, I feel dumb that I can't remember his name. It's a big old Berry boy. I'm going to Google that shit. He's, a big, he's the next offensive minded NFL head coach. You just watch. Oh, I'm sure. Cliff Cliff something. Wazinski? The game designer? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm I'm trying to work with you here, Matt. You're not giving me much to going from designing games to designing game plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Cliff Kingsbury. There Kingsbury, we go. Kingsbury, okay. That's a good last name. <laughs> Cliff is spelled with a K. That's why yeah, it's That's also off. that's weird. You got a cool name, dude. Come be on our show. I just wanna I just wanna Work like for free. Does it spell your name again? It'll have to spell it. And like, oh, great, 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 great. I have a good question for you. Spell your name again. And you spell it, and it'll be like, all right, that was great. This is good content. Spell your you, name again. And where can you find us? <laughs> F-A-D-P-O-D. <laughs> Did you just say F-A-D-P-O-D? Mr. What was your name again? Spell it. Spell it. Spell your name. <laughs> Wink at him. <laughs> like, okay, I guess uh, he got let go of uh, Texas Tech, and he's the O coordinator at USC. But I guarantee if an NFL team comes knocking, he would go there. Also, you'd probably like to mention, if you notice, it's a, it's a, a little more quieter than usual today. Uh, Kuiper is not currently with us. He died. He's uh, vetting head coach candidates for Arizona right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sat down with Jim Harbaugh, and like as and soon it. as his butt hit the seat, he said no, and Kuiper got up and walked out. <laughs> so now he's, uh, now he's, he's traveling all over. He's he's in a he's in a big speed plane. He'll be here soon, and we'll ask him how it went. <laughs> how did it feel to get denied by Jim Harbaugh? You didn't get a chance to ask a question. Apparently, that's what he texted me. It's crazy, man. That hurts. He, he knew. Like Kuiper walked in wearing wearing a Cardinals hat, and he was like, "No, no, I'm good." Immediately. Damn! Just tore him down. He might was- be meeting with Mike McCarthy right now. Might be. Who knows? I thought it was a text from him. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, 
Alright, what games do you guys want to talk about from this week? I guess we got to talk about the Browns game first off. I think I think it's important to talk about the Browns right now. There's a Baker lot of... Watch. Baker Watch. Dude, man, I'm really mad that the Browns got hosed in that Raiders game and then they missed five field goals in the beginning of the season. They could be playing for the AFC North right now, dude. Yep. They technically should have the AFC North. Sadness. But I, I, I don't... See, I, I say that, but I don't believe it when I say it. <laughs> Because it's just it's just natural Cleveland to do that thing, and I think they had to shake it off, and part of shaking it off was firing Hugh Jackson. I don't think they were going to win games like this, even if they had a good kicker. No, you're not wrong. I I, I just I don't know. I next year, man, I, the Browns are going to be good. Yeah, and I, I know, think so and too. I know people say that about teams all the time, but this is one of those first times you look at them and you're like, shit. Unless they this hire is the time. Unless they hire Bounty Gate guys, their head coach, and they're going to tank again. I don't think they're going to hire Greg Williams. I don't think I think uh maybe you keep Greg Williams as defensive coordinator. I would rather them hire Freddie Kitchens as the head coach. Same. The yeah, you know when he started writing the plays, it's just got a lot more creative and good. Yeah, that's why I think creative Kitchens... offenses win games in the current NFL He's boys. He's been like trying to like PR himself. He written he wrote like a newspaper article to Cleveland thanking him for this year and everything and uh who kitchens? Kind of, yeah. Um yeah, and he was yeah, he's like PRing himself. He's just like, "Hey, like I'm I'm thankful for you guys. Uh subtext, please be thankful for me." <laughs> please <Yeah>. clap. <laughs> clap him all the way to the head coach position, you know That's what I mean? That's what they should do. I mean, what what do we want to happen this week? Do we want uh, Kuiper's not here, so I, I I don't even know what he wants with he because he, he wants Tomlin let go. Do we want the Browns to win or lose? I want the Browns to win, and I wish there was a scenario in which Pittsburgh can get in as the sixth seed because then it would be really exciting. Oh, there is a scenario. The one the Colts and uh, Titans have to tie. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, then fuck that. No. So, but no. Listen to this. It'd be the same scenario that would have had to happen uh, for the Browns. The only thing that ha- else. That had to happen was the Steelers would have to have lose or lost the week before last, right? right? Right. And then if that would have happened, the Browns would have been in. So that's one of the most Browns thing that can happen is the most <laughs> improbable thing does happen to not them, right? Man, the Steelers are so fucking blessed if that happens. That's Sunday night game. We're all gonna be huddled around watching it. I assume we're gonna come here. I might come here to watch it. Please do. There's a lot of things that are going on through that. There's going to be a lot of people coming over. Last game of the regular season. This is a Monday night game, right? No. Yes, this is the last game of the regular season, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Fantasy championships on the line. Fantasy championship shouldn't exist, but it is existing here because it's Kuiper League. Um, And it's my father and my good friend Mark Toth playing against each other, and three of Mark's players are in that night game. Yikes. That's going to be sick. He's starting, I think, Andrew Luck, um, Derek Henry... And somebody else? Oh, wow. So I think he grabbed Derrick Henry off the wire. And I think he's playing him. He had to figure something out. Todd Gurley's not playing. <laughs> yeah. C.J. Anderson's out. Well, then we're not he a fantasy He has C.J. Anderson, but, I mean, like, can you really bank on C.J. Anderson? Look at who they were playing. The Niners aren't as much of a pushover. No, you're right. Anyway, so, yeah. 
Baker Mayfield, Freddie Kitchens, match made in heaven. It should happen. I loved Baker's tweet where he merry, gave everyone a Merry Christmas. And he's like, even you, Colin Cowherd, you Grinch. It's great. Dude, fucking Cowherd goes out. I haven't listened to his show in like a week, so inform me. No, it's just he goes out and he like he starts chastising Baker for his uh, showboating a little bit where he stared down Hugh when he made that big play to like start sealing the game or whatever. And you could see Baker go down and he stared down Hugh. Colin's like... Colin's like, I I want poise, I want professionalism, I want blah blah blah. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take. And he starts naming off all the playoff quarterbacks, except for one. And it's the one that he doesn't want to be MVP, that he's been shit talking along with Baker Mayfield for the last month and a half. Drew Brees. No. <laughs> Pat, Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> He has been shit. All they ever, all these people look and all they like is headbands, headbands, headbands. Now Baker wears a headband. Pat wears a headband. And everyone left-handed pass. I want professionalism. I can't wait till uh, uh, they're playing a game. What? They're playing a game. What do you mean? They're literally playing a game. Right. It's a game. It's entertainment. I don't care. That's what he does. He's a cowards. I know he says it on purpose. Damn it! But it's still stupid. That's why I don't listen to the show. I just catch the clips every now and again. I like listening to the show because it's entertaining. When he says when he says really good shit, has really good people on the show, or says really dumb shit, either way, it's entertaining. Yeah, because either I'm like I'm mad. like oh this is cool, and then I'm like, like oh he's so stupid. This is watching great. Him, watching him like he just because I know I like deep down I know it's a game, and he says it because it's provocative and it makes people angry. I just hate that I'm the one that's angry. <laughs> Because it's stupid. It's legitimately stupid to keep talking about how much, like, Darnold had had a couple good games at the end of the season, but they were never in a playoff race. You know, and talks have gone around, and the way Baker's played and the way that Saquon hasn't played the last few weeks, Baker's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year over Saquon Barkley now. I think he deserves it more now. I mean, as good as Saquon has been, the, the turnaround on Baker has been insane. I think I think he does deserve it now. And uh, before, when I would have said undisputed, it's Saquon. I don't agree anymore. If you uh, if you don't win it this year, there's always next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, um, well, um, twin offensive player of the year. Are you saying yeah. they're just red shirting Saquon yeah. so he can be? <laughs> 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 just uh, let's try again next year. I mean, I know nobody's done it twice in a row, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. There's always a chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always try it again. Makes me angry. Colin Cowherd's dumb in a poop head. <sighs> I love him. I'm never. I, I can't get over it. Like I watched him like shit talking Baker, and he's like, I'd rather have a Jackson, a a a, a Breeze, a Goff. I'm sure he'd rather have a Lamar a Jackson, who's gonna who's in, in their current playstyle offense is going to literally break his spine in about five games. Yeah, he's the next. He's the next RG three in, in that sense. I think so. He can't. You can't play quarterback the way Lamar Jackson plays quarterback. At his NFL. size, no, 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 no. See, maybe he gets really smart, and gets better, and evolves, kind of like the way Mike Vick did in his prime. Well, that's you why then, they have uh, RG three there, so RG three can help train and like, they, like don't do this shit. Like this is what hurt me. All that. I I hope so because he's taking some nasty hits. 
And like even even somebody like way bigger than him, like Josh Allen, already got hurt, and he was doing the same shit. So like, you got you got to be careful, man. That that's a good way. That's a good way to ruin a young player's career. Young player's career and and the franchise of the team because they're going to trade Joe Flacco when the season's done. Do you think he, I think he's gonna be a Jaguar? Oh my God, Flacco! He's he's going from the Ravens the Ravens team that he won the Super Bowl with. To the Ravens team that he won the Super Bowl with. Oh. Uh, and he's going to win another Super Bowl. No, man. It's the, the Jaguars. Who else? Ah, he's going to go to the Jaguars. It's just... I, so what's going to happen. They're it's barely going to upgrade at quarterback. It's going to be like <laughs> Blake Bortles 2.0. Hey, it's, he's better than Blake Bortles by, I think, a significant margin. I don't know about significant. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, for sure. All right, if you say so, we'll find out. I just, I think there's a lot, uh, even even like under under the hood of Joe Flacco. Oh, uh, like my football IQ wise, yeah, right? I'd give that him that I think when when you just need a quarterback who could just marginally get it done and let your really good defense handle shit, mm-hmm. which is the kind of team the Ravens have been all these years. I think uh, it'd work for somebody like Joe Flacco. You don't have to pay him a whole lot of money, so like just roll with it. It's understandable. I think it works. It works for what they want. They are obviously trying to accomplish with that team, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate for them that Leonard Fournette uh, can't seem to get his hammies in order. So, can't stop drinking that that ham hurting juice. Well, when he's not drinking the ham hurting juice, he's getting in fights and threatening people in the stands. Right, drinking hammacy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's good Damn shit, it, dude. That's good shit. So, uh, the Packers had to go to overtime against the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the... That's, uh... That's a desperation. Todd Bowles fighting for his job game, though. I think so, and then he still lost. Still lost, because Aaron Rodgers just decided to start flinging the ball again. Like, he, he decided, well, now that the coach is fired, we're not in the playoffs... I don't care about interceptions or incompletions. I'm not going to throw the ball away. Heave. Yeah, then he heaves it, and and, and it just gravitates to Devontae Adams' hands, you know? Just kind of ends up there. Just shows up right in his his little handies. (laughs) Right in his little handies. It's so so weird, ain't it? Remember all the people telling me that Devontae Adams is just like... He's an okay receiver, and Aaron Rodgers pushing all his stats. And I, I can we are we allowed to say that they're like dead fucking wrong now? Are we allowed to put that shit on the table and tell them they're fucking dumb? Yeah, where we, are you... we finally allowed to do that after one season without Aaron Rodgers and putting up impressive numbers? They go into a season with Aaron Rodgers where he thinks people's hands are are their feet and does just as actually more impressive. Are we allowed to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Good. Jesus fucking Christ! I wish that boy would get some credit. Yeah, but he's not in the top five. He does. I think he deserves to be. Well, who are you bumping out? Give me your top five, Jubby. Oh God, I'm gonna come up this on top of my head. You got uh, you got the DeAndre. Okay. You got I don't know maybe the Odell. You gotta mm. put Odell in it, I guess. I guess you gotta put Odell in it. I guess in. you gotta put Odell in it. I guess you gotta I guess whisper. You gotta put Odell in it. Fuck. Uh, AB. Okay. AB hasn't been that good this year. Like he's been he's shown up in spots, but like. What we've seen from AB in the past six years, not nearly as good. I think he hasn't had a Juju Smith-Schuster until last year. Yeah, I think it was because Juju I th- keeps I think, taking I think the, no, Actually, I think this whole thing is great for Antonio Brown. 
because this is going to extend his career. Right. Um, having a receiver that's that's like just as like almost as good as him in a different way. Right. Like he's, he's a lot more of a like, yards after the catch kind of guy. Uh-huh. Perfect for him. Absolutely perfect because he could just take deep balls and like do crazy shit and like. But he doesn't have to like put the entire like receiving end of the team on his back right. anymore. I'm not. I mean, I don't want to say it's his age because also your quarterback's old and not playing that great. Well, I mean, he's leading the league in yards, but your quarterback still isn't like doing too good either. Uh, mm-hmm. But player football focus didn't have AB in their top 10 receivers this year either. Top 10? They didn't even have him top 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could talk. you could take AB out of it. You could also do like, let's, let's do... I'd put DeAndre at number one, I think. You put DeAndre at number one? Those hands are too good. It's it's fucking insane. The the catches he makes, like, just every week, he just makes a dumb catch. I'm just like, what the fuck? All right. I'll give you DeAndre at one. Number two, Michael Thomas. It's fair. He carries that receiving core. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, he's, he does what AB did in years past. Mm. He's just carrying literally an entire receiving core on his back. And he's so good at what he does. And I love watching him play. With the breeze combo, too. Balls get to him, and they just end up in his hands like magic. It's like he snaps his fingers. Oh, look, there's the ball. Ooh. It's like he's got that magic stick-em. He does. He's got the magic sticky hands. Ate waffles with his hands before the game. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Oh, man. Syrup hands in the cold and the who. Yep. See number three, I, w- I do I want do I want Keenan Allen or Julio Jones? I think durability wise, you got to put Julio over. Yeah, Keenan. I don't think I put Keenan in the top five just because of durability issues. And then I put number five is I probably put number five is Devonte, so he'd be number four. Odell, I assume. I, I guess you have to put Odell in there just for talent wise. And he's been having durability issues too. He's been getting hurt a lot. He's been getting hurt like every year for like what past three years now. I guess that's true. We're gonna things are gonna get interesting. He's gonna have a new quarterback next year, new team. He's not gonna have a new quarterback next year. Eli's coming back. I think so. As ridiculous as it sounds, I think it might be happening. There's, it's been like a roller coaster the past few weeks because it was like going into this year, like there's no way that Eli's gonna be the quarterback next year. And then a few weeks ago, Eli's playing himself onto the roster for next year, and then. Like, he started doing bad again, and then uh, now, like, they asked Eli, like, hey, are you going to be the quarterback next year? And Eli's like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, fair enough. I wish I could go home and just have a Budweiser with my wife. I'll have a Budweiser and kiss my wife. All right, Peyton. He's not. uh, Eli's the same exact person, though, just less talented. Right. Smoked, like, one more joint in his lifetime. (laughs) <laughs> fucked him up for good. That's what happens when you smoke a joint when you're a year and a half years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Know, that'd be my top five. I mean, like, what? Who else Who else goes underneath? Like I said, AB's probably part of the conversation. Keenan Allen's part of the conversation. Tyreek Hill's part of the conversation. Tyreek Hill's part of the conversation. I, I do love Tyreek, and I'd probably put him at, like, six or seven. Hell yeah, I'll take that. Um, I I love Tyreek Hill. I mean, you can't. You, he's he's a big old fast boy. You just put the ball somewhere and he's there. It's it's like magic in the reverse way. The quarterbacks put balls in receivers' hands. 
He just shows up, and he's just like <laughs> Pat Mahomes throws a ball like at the opposite side of the field from, him, and he's just there. <laughs> well, I guess I gotta be over there now. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm on my way, Pat. <laughs> he just teleports, mm-hmm. and then when he gets the ball, uh, you know, running running towards the other end of the field in the middle of it, and he just teleports to the end zone. It's also great. I love that man. You remember when that was supposed to be what Marquise Goodwin was this year? Remember when he, uh, was it a hammy? Was it a hammy injury? No. That he you suffered know. in, like, week one? You know. I think it fucked him up for the whole year. Who? Marquise Goodwin. Oh, yeah, it was a hammy. Yeah, yeah so that, that fucks you up for a whole year, dude. That's why he's been bad. Yeah, that's why he's been, like, and, and on top, he doesn't have his guy. Nobody cared about Marquise Goodwin until Jimmy Garoppolo was throwing him balls. Right. Because that's his guy. <sighs> And he got hurt in week two. And in week one, he hurt his hammy. So, like, it's just a bad year for Marquise Goodwin. I think he's still good. I think he still can be a good receiver. You just gotta, he's gotta heal, and he gotta get good old Jimmy G back. And we'll, we'll, a full year with them being healthy, and we'll finally see. We haven't had, we haven't had, we had those five games, and then we have not had a good chance. And he was good in those five games. Wasn't his hammy hurt in those five games? Or Jimmy, you talking about Jimmy? Jimmy last year. Oh, okay, he was good in those five games. Yeah, and then immediately at the start of this year, shit, shit started going down. So I don't think I think it's too early to call that. We gotta wait till twenty nineteen, boys. Yeah, it's fine. He had that. Was it the Vikings game? Yeah, the San Fran Vikings game. That was pretty fun this year. Oh yeah, yeah. he had that one amazing game. He had like two seventy yard touchdowns in that game or something, right? They had that one long touchdown that was like corner of the end zone. He had one guy there, and Vikings had like two or three. And it was just right into mm, his. Mm. I think it was Pettis's hands. It's pretty good. Um, it, it'll have. It'll get there. It'll get there eventually. Well, I'd like to talk about the nightmare scenario for the AFC now. Oh yeah, please. Oh boy. Get, lay it on me. I, I we do need to start. I want. I want to talk about playoff implications here because it's fun. Here, here is the nightmare scenario for the AFC. Because the Buffalo Bills couldn't do their job and beat the New England Patriots. It was in Foxborough, wasn't it? I don't care. The Buffalo Bills, you could have beaten them earlier in the year. And that was without Josh Allen. Josh Allen comes in. He should be rushing the ball. No rushing yards. Yeah, but, throws interceptions. But but Tom Brady was away. See, this is what happens. This division only has a chance to beat Tom Brady, not in Foxborough. Well, this is why, because the Bills... People don't talk about it anywhere near as much, but they have the, the Patriots have a bigger home like home field necessity than the Saints do. This year, for sure. I think and in years why... past, too, but how do you know? They've always had it. I guess that's true. They've always had it. That's true. You come into this year, and if the correct scenario happens, and they end up as the third seed, we're going to see it. I don't think They're they make already it... the second seed because the Eagles beat the Texans last week. Right. They were cheering in the locker room before the game. So the, the Patriots are the number two seed, okay? Right now, yeah. Right now. And because Angry's Bills couldn't beat the Patriots in Foxborough, <laughs> we have a nightmare situation where if the Chargers lose to the Broncos, with Vance Joseph trying to save his job, but it's probably done. But let's say the Broncos beat the Chargers. Then... The Texans lose to the, the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars are the other team. Yeah. So the Jaguars beat the Texans. The I don't. The Texans might not even be in it, just to be sure. But let's say the Texans lose, the Chargers lose, and then the Ra- Raiders beat the Chiefs. Oh. 
John Gruden beats the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 17 on our continual December downturn. The Patriots take the number one seed in the AFC. And then they just go to the Super Bowl again. The tumultuous season that... Did I say that? Tumultuous? Yeah, tumultuous. Tumultuous season right. that the New England Patriots have had. With Tom Brady playing worse and making mistakes and defenses not showing up and not being able to run the ball on the road. And everybody seeing aging happening. Gronk dying on the field. They still might be the number one seed in the AFC. I'm so fucking mad. I... I oh, God. <laughs> it's because they like, they're like guaranteed to win five games every fucking year. It's ridiculous is what it is. I do not like it. Like, oh God. I do not like it, Sam. I am. I would... <laughs> and it's just another thing that, like, if you just really peel it back and look at it, there's just so many things just going in the Patriots' favor just in general in the regular season. There's just there's just a lot. And, in, and it, like, I know, like, Tom Brady is the GOAT. I 100% believe that. But, in like, in the way this team is now, it's finally showing through more than ever. Where, like, in a diff- if the- if you just plucked the Patriots out and threw them in any other division, they would not be- have a chance at the number one seed. They wouldn't. AFC East, get your shit together. I'm tired of your bullshit. AFC East. Yeah, it's true. Worst division in football. For the, what is it, 10th year running? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20th year running? I, I don't understand how the, the like... We, we see it with some teams like the Browns and whatnot, but it's like one team in a division, one team here and there. How can the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets as a collective be so bad for the last 10 seasons? I don't know, man. Luck. I hate it. Speaking of luck, are you ready for Andrew Luck to be in the playoffs? No. It's happening. No. Especially if Mariota doesn't play. Blaine Gabbard saved me. You like, won't catch your own touchdown passes. Mariota will be out. I need the Colts to not make the playoffs. Yeah, everybody was like, man, the Colts are on a downturn. They can't they're getting shit together so far apart. And Andrew Luck does Andrew Luck things. And all of a sudden, they look like the Colts team they've been since week four. And that's because they're the Colts team they've been week four all this time. The Jacksonville defense decided to show up one game. And it's just gonna, he's just going to tear it up. They have a really young defense that's super talented. T.Y. Hilton's in that conversation for top five receivers. I agree. Um, Eric Ebron, resurgence, revival after getting traded to this. Resurrection. Well, thank you. When when tight ends enter Detroit, the first thing you do as a tight end when you enter Detroit is they put you on the ground and take a dump on your face. And then they pick you up and put you out on the field. So it's understandable that Eric Ebron will go anywhere else and have a better career. (laughs) I always thought Eric Ebron was super talented. It had nothing to do with uh, me getting stuck with the Lions in Madden one year and making him really good. <laughs> but I've always, I've always thought Eric Ebron had potential. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been great there. I mean, and like, and Jack Doyle's no slouch either. The fucking running back you had. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. Oh my god. The sidebar since we're ta- since I brought it up and Corey brought it. We we had a Madden uh, like team franchise thing or whatever a bunch of our friends and i had the lions and we did a fantasy draft or no we just took the we team because i we did a regular yeah but i traded stafford away for draft picks and Dak prescott and all this other stuff and then i traded golden tate for Tavon austin because you had the rams 
<laughs> and uh, I made Eric Ebron really good, and then I made Tavon Austin really good. Like I force fed him the ball every now and again when I could. And then our first off season, my first round draft pick was this running back from Youngstown State. <laughs> and, oh my then, God. and like his stats as a rookie were some of the most busted stats I've ever seen they've given a rookie in Madden before. You have like high 90 speed and agility and then like 90 break tackle. <laughs> oh my and then God. I just made him even better because like my running game was almost unstoppable. It felt dirty. <laughs> like 60 yard uh touchdowns are like a norm he averaged like 20 yards a carry it was ridiculous imagine if saquon barkley was better than what he already is exactly in that when i played in like i think it was the same franchise as you guys i got the vikings and i made them really shit and then i left (laughs) you did (laughs) thank you for that division boy it was. I was like, oh god, I got, I got in there, and a Teddy, Br- Teddy Bridgewater was slinging the ball and throwing picks, and I was like, ball not going where I want to go, and I was like, man, I really hate playing as the Vikings, yeah, and I was like, and I ran, and then I just couldn't find time to play anymore, and I was like, all right, time to dumpster this team, and I dumpstered the team and left. <laughs> it worked for me. Fuck the Vikings. Speaking of that, what do you think the the nightmare scenario in the NFC is? The NFC nightmare scenario is... It's kind of set. Like, it's almost entirely set. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much set. Your it's just a battle scenario, for the sixth seed, right? Your nightmare scenario is the fact that the Seahawks made the playoffs. Um, Not for me. I mean, I don't give a shit. The only thing that can change is... I want the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl. I really do. If if the Colts don't, if the Colts don't make the playoffs or lose in the playoffs, and the Seahawks are in the playoffs, I want the Seahawks to win. Uh, only Packers th- aren't there. I don't care. Only thing they can change really is uh, if Rams lose and Bears, Bears win, win, they take the two seed. Yeah, which would make me sad. Yeah. And then there is a fight over the six seed still, right? Yes. It's, the, it's between the Vikings and the. Let's look at the let's look at NFC playoff picture. I here, wish boys. I remembered more of this. It's Wednesday. What do I do? Only thing I need to care about is this answer the one seed. No, Saints are the one seed. Super Bowl goes through New Orleans. They don't have to play outside at all this year. Uh, it's good for them. The Super Bowl will be happening in their home away from home in Atlanta. And that's everything aside. I want the Saints to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta more than anything. That's right. Technically, isn't the AFC East up for grabs? If the Dallas loses and and the Eagles win, do the Eagles win the division? Uh, checking right now. Because Dallas would go to nine and seven, Philadelphia would go to nine and seven. Yeah, how was their matchup? Uh, I'd have to scroll. How's back their head to head? I think no, the Cowboys clinched. Did they clinch? Yeah, the Cowboys clinched the division. Are you looking at that now? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So, in the NFC, here's here's who's clinched. Cowboys are clinched. Bears are clinched, Saints are clinched, Seahawks are clinched. So it's just the sixth seed. Which is between the Vikings and the Eagles then. Right. So if the Vikings lose, Eagles win, Eagles are in, and vice versa. If they both win... I think the Eagles get in because the, the Vikings have a tie. In. Right. I think the Viking, the Eagles still get in. Because the Vikings would go to 8-7-1, or no, the Vikings would go to 9-6-1, and one, 
And the no, so, no, the Vikings would get in then, because they would have half a game over the Eagles. Is that how it works? Because you have a nine, you have a, you have a, what is it? A, you have a nine and seven team against a nine six and one team. No, oh, I didn't want to click on that. Damn. So the team with the, the team with the tie, is, is it's basically like half a win. So the team with the tie, they have basically the exact same record except one has a loss and one has a tie. The one with the tie gets the advantage. Right. Because they didn't lose. So if both teams win, the Vikings get in. The Eagles have to win and then hope the Vikings lose. Well, the Vikings are playing the Bears, and the Bears are playing for the, the two seed. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's in Chicago, too. Yeah. So, uh... This is going to be one hell of... This is going to be such a good weekend of football, dude. Red Zone's a must this week. Uh, because all the games that matter are going to be on at 430. Red Zone is a must this week. Yeah, they scheduled it like that on purpose. So, like, teams couldn't, like sit on a one o'clock game if they played a four o'clock game they flex the colts and titans to the sunday night because it's the only one that's a win and in scenario right god it's gonna be so much fun i can't wait yeah this is, this is a really this is gonna be a really fun week of week 17 football here some good Steeler, implications Steelers getting in a side be really funny if the season ended on a tie in the night game like oh my god <laughs> I would. It, it ended just as the season began. Could you imagine like how desperate both teams would be getting at that moment? Because like, let's say there's like less than two minutes to go in overtime, and the Titans have the ball, for instance. Like the desperation between both teams, like the Titans trying to win the game, the Colts trying to not lose the game, but also knowing if they don't stop them, they don't make the playoffs either. Like you know what I mean? Like or right. if they do stop them, they still don't make the playoffs. Like. The desperation, trying to get a turnover to go, and, oh. and, the, and the, but then like the desperation of it is the time gets lower. Like Marcus Mariota would have to sling it. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Mariota would have to sling. It. I think in that scenario, the Colts just win because he just he just throw a pick. He You're would just throw, he would just throw a fucking pick. If he's in the scenario where he has to sling it like that, he will throw a pick. I don't know. Every now and again, Corey Davis shows up and catches a pass. <laughs> I. I feel so bad that Marcus Mariota is Corey Davis's quarterback. <sighs> yeah, out of all the people. And they're, and they're going to run with him, too, because he's good, like, four times a year. I don't know. And, and then they figured out that Derrick Henry is actually a good dude. Right. It only took them it only took the 10 weeks season. and 11 weeks. Something mm-hmm. like that. No, it was going to be more than that, actually. It took him 14 weeks to figure that out. Damn, dude. Remember, you remember we talked about this, I think, in week four, where mm-hmm. you are like, Hey, you just need to give Derrick Henry the ball. Just give him the ball. Hey, give Derrick Henry the ball. And then they kept giving, they, they kept not giving Derrick Henry the ball. Only give him like forty percent of the snaps. Like, no, give him the ball. And they finally listened to them, Fad Pod boys. They gave him the ball, and then he went the fuck off. And now he's been having hundred yard rushing games ever since. Give I, him the ball. I don't know why you waited so long, Vrabel. Because he's bad. Not his guy. His guy was Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. Yeah, all Vrabel people. did play for the Patriots. Maybe you know some Patriot love there. Yeah, fucking, but I Dion, don't know. Dion Lewis is like... Derrick Henry deserved the ball. As, as middle of road of a it. boy as you can get. Derrick Henry has real potential. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But they, they finally saw it. Are they going to continue doing it next year? Nah. Nah, they're going to they're gonna get somebody gonna else. Forget. Yeah, they're going to get somebody else. They're going to get another running back. They're going to sign Carlos Hyde. Yep, and then they're going to give him like 70% of the snaps. 
And then the the tiny snaps that Derrick Henry gets is going to be like on a first and ten where the box is stacked and he like runs for a yard, and then they put him back, and then they run <laughs> and they run Carlos Hyde. What are you doing out there, Derrick? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Oh we'll be my like, goodness. man, Derrick Henry's bad. Like, no, just give him the ball. Give him the fucking ball. I don't know. Colts going to win that game though. I'm like full on. Full hard in on the Colts winning that game. It's coming. The Andrew Luck storms are coming. You ready for the march into Kansas City and fuck everything up? No, man. Fuck you. No, <laughs> it's not. No, not again. You ready for Kansas City to finish the third? third uh, that's the first seed. Colts come in as the sixth seed, and then win their first game, and then go into Kansas City. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm so ready. Because they'll play the third seed, the three seed, which would be the uh, Texans. So, like, it'll be a Texans-Colts matchup in the first round. And the Colts will beat the Texans, and then they'll go to Arrowhead. And they'll beat the Chiefs. And then the Patriots will beat the Chargers after the Chargers beat the Ravens. Even though the Ravens just beat them, they'll get the rubber match. And then the Patriots will beat the Chargers because they always do that in the playoffs. And the Patriots will beat the Colts in the AFC Championship game. And Tom Brady will win a Super Bowl or lose it. I think he'll lose it against the Seahawks. Man, if Tom Brady loses another Super Bowl, what do we... I don't think I don't think too, I don't think a seed that low in the Because at, at that point, up, he's but... four... If, he, if Tom Brady makes another Super Bowl and loses, he's four and four in Super Bowls. Right? 500. What? What's that do for his legacy? I mean, he made eight Super Bowls. <laughs> And he I mean, only won half of them. I mean, he made he made about I don't know four times as many Super Bowls as the average quarterback. <laughs> so I think it's all right. I don't know. <laughs> Dan Marino never lost a Super Bowl. <laughs> think about it. You think about it. A five hundred record is actually pretty accurate because the Super Bowls never at Foxborough. So. <laughs> And one point, you're worse than Jim Kelly. And on the other hand, you're way better than Jim Kelly. <laughs> Damn, dude. Is would, at least it would give Bills fans be like, haha, your, your guy lost more Super Bowls than our guy. <laughs> it's true. And the, But then it's like, you just, they just get immediately sad after. And you just, but like, in the situation. In the very likely situation that uh, that the Vikings lose and the Eagles win, are you ready for uh, Nick Foles, Tom Brady round two? Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> what if it happens? Oh, fucking Saint Nick. <laughs> Mother fucking big dick Nick. He's coming to town. Oh my God, he is. He's playing good again. If they win, they're in. Well, with a Vikings loss that we just said. If the Bears beat, oh my God, Nick Foles make that's your NFC nightmare scenario. No, it definitely is. No, you'll be no. Here, okay, I got it all laid out for you. Are you ready? Oh God, lay so it the, on me. So the Steelers miss the playoffs and they're really mad and they they lose the game because Ben Roethlisberger throws like four picks and he's just not in it anymore, right? Okay. And Cowboy then, don't got no ride left in him. Right, right. <laughs> and then Nick Foles makes the Super Bowl, beats Tom Brady again. The Eagles. Trade Carson Wentz to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh no! <laughs> and they go with Nick Foles, and they're and the Eagles are bad. Ten games out of the year, <laughs> <laughs> but then they but they they like they'll scrape out a few, 
and right. then they'll win the rest and still make the playoffs every fucking year. Nick Foles is like super powered Joe Flacco. He is. Like, Joe Flacco at the playoffs is an elite quarterback, but, <laughs> but that's oh, what Nick if Joe Foles. Flacco plays in the playoffs? What if that's the plan? They've been resting Flacco. <laughs> oh my God, they're resting Flac- Flacco, and then they make the playoffs, and they just start him. They should. They should just do it. That's what Lamar Jackson takes his RG three injury, and then Joe Flacco leads him to a Super Bowl, and then what do the Ravens his do? His air quotes RG three injury, four hundred yards a game on. 82% completions and <laughs> three touchdowns a game. Is it, is it Joe Flacco's co- – it is Joe Flacco's contract year, isn't it? Am I wrong in thinking? Yeah. No, no, he, he just got signed, I think. Did he? I thought he I thought he was thought... nearing the end of that Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's near the end of it. Yeah, he's probably going to get traded. next year is the last year. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about you're right, time you're right. for him to show up at the playoffs and win the Super Bowl again. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You want that Nick Foles Joe Flacco Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, man. Just the just the most amazing spectacle of mediocre quarterbacks at high level play because they're in the playoffs. I'll never understand it. Nick Foles, how do you do this? Joe Flacco, how do you do this? Nick Foles does it because he's literally Santa Claus, and so he shows up in December and gives the city of Philadelphia the greatest gift of all. <laughs> <laughs> But, Joe, Joe Flacco's just a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the greatest con man of all time because he fucks off during the regular season, squeaks into the playoffs, and decides to turn on his god powers. <laughs> I believe it. He's just an asshole. All right, yeah. Was, sorry, I, no, sorry for the little bit of dead air there, but that confused you guys. I went to like go say something, and then I realized there was dead air, and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> no, it was funny. Yeah, sorry, but, but I bet you thought you turned the podcast off, huh? Gotcha, gotcha. No, your phone wasn't fucking up. Um, I just got a text from Kuiper. He just got done talk, talking to Mike McCarthy, and uh, he had every time he asked him a question, uh, McCarthy just kind of like shrugged and said no comment. It sounds like he's still upset. <laughs> I can't wait till uh, Mike McCarthy has a book deal and has his tell all. It's going to be three pages and says no comment. Yeah. Oh my god. No comment in this big big font. No comment on the first page. You flip it over. It's like two point sizes less. Says no comment. And you flip it to the third page. The text is sideways. Really bold. Says no comment. And then it sells millions. And then it has a thank you to the author. Yeah. That is longer. That more words than the entire book. Still 12 twelve dollar book. I'd pay twelve dollars <laughs> for that book. Jeez. Do you think he, do you think he does a tell all book about Aaron Rodgers? Probably not yet. Probably like after we'll Aaron do Rodgers an is interview, done. Probably. Eventually. I, I wanna hear it. Because I wanna know, man. Yeah, I spent all these years just like in awe on Aaron Rodgers and like I mean I was kinda suspecting some shit with him, but like I don't know, all the everything that's been coming out is like really interesting and like I just wanna hear all of it. Right. I just want to know, you know? Like you, the fly on the wall and see what happens. Right. I just want to know. I'm interested. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's an interesting story. Even though it, as as damning as it could potentially be to Aaron Rodgers, I want to know. It'd be fun. The greatest talent and the worst leader. Right. We should just, uh... We should just, uh, take, like, the the heart of Kirk Cousins... And put it in Aaron Rodgers' body. 
and we'd have the perfect quarterback. But that's oh the only thing. God. That's the only thing Kirk Cousins has. He has a lot of heart. A lot of heart, and not a lot of anything else. No. He knows how to pad his stats real well. That's how he was able to fool the Vikings into giving him shit tons of money. Right. All right. You guys ready to? Uh, Christmas has came. Yeah. Uh, this is we're gonna say what uh, Santa Claus is gonna bring each of your teams this off season to hopefully fix them. <laughs> Are you ready? <clears throat> All right, we'll just go in alphabetical order. Arizona Cardinals. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Bring them Mike McCarthy, and they are already claimed Swearinger off uh, waivers or whatever after he cleared, so they're fixing defense a little more. Give them Mike McCarthy uh, and the Fountain of Youth for <laughs> Fitzgerald to play a couple more Sorry years. to interrupt you, but Kuiper has an important message he told me I want to let all of you listeners know. He said, let the listeners know that so far I have vetted a pot dealer at a local convenience store, someone's grandma, and a tree stump. Out of the three, the stump appears to be the most enthusiastic about the opportunity. It's very good. I, I see that he's gotten desperate since neither neither of the other two coaches would talk to him. <laughs> I think I think a tree stump probably gave him the better comment than Jim Harbaugh, who just told him to get out. <laughs> I God, fuck you, Kuiper. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Mike McCarthy, DJ Swearinger. And a fountain of youth for Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons, a clean bill of health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. The, the most of what they need. <laughs> and a cornerback. Yeah, just a cornerback. Just one more. Just one guy. one good guy. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, not get out. Joe Flacco leaving. Getting rid of Joe Flacco and uh, balls of steel on Lamar Jackson. <laughs> absence of bone hurt juice for Lamar Jackson. Right, like this defense is adamantium in, skeleton. There we go, adamantium skin, adamantium yeah. skeleton. Maybe a wide receiver, uh, Willie Sneed and Crabtree aren't exactly going to keep cutting John forever. Brown. Like they're 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 leading receivers with the Lamar Jackson games are their trio of tight ends. Mark Andrews. <laughs> oh my god. Buffalo Bills. A short pass game. Yeah. <laughs> a short pass game. That's it. Josh Allen. Oh, and a, uh, and, a, and a front office that gives a fuck. I think their front office is getting better. It still doesn't give a fuck. We'll find out. Give, give them a wide receiver and a short passing game. They already have the defense and the arm from Josh Allen and the running game. Yeah. Carolina Panthers, a new shoulder for Cam. New shoulder for Cam. Um... They're going to get it. They're going to get an odd-numbered year, so they'll win more games next year. You need some consistency. I can't. I can't believe it. Santa just needs to deliver a big old package, and then they run over. They're all excited, and they uh, they let Graham Gano open it, and it just a big, big old, big old puff of confetti comes out, and a big old banner that says "consistency" just <laughs> pops out. Like I'm so mad. They they started the year six and zero, six and one, or whatever it was, and now they've lost every game since, and. I talked them up all year. This is the year they break the one and on again, off again curse. And Cam Newton's having career, and then he gets injured. Their defense starts was elite, starts playing like shit. Now they can't finish at above five hundred. I picked them at two wins. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I picked I'm them at two wins. In the we have to do season. that next year. We have to. We we have to go through our. Uh... 
early preseason fad pod picks. God, I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have mine saved on the phone. I'll go look at it. Yeah, they're right. still saved on mine as well. Yeah. Okay, uh, Chicago Bears. What are we getting to Chicago Bears? Mitchell Trubisky's throwing accuracy. Because <laughs> if he becomes a better quarterback, that team is scary. Right. They have the receivers. They have the defense. They have the running game in Howard and Cohen, a yeah. good offensive line. Nagy is an amazing head coach. He just needs to, like, age a few years. He's a little baby boy. That's true. Give him I some mean, maturity. Like, I mean, he's been in there for a couple of years, but he's like a little baby boy. You know what I mean? He's like, he's a little young baby boy. He's you so know what we're going to give him? Since, uh, we're going to give them some playoff experience. That's what we're going to get them for. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They need to get it so they can come back next year and kill everybody. Oh God! I'm so, I, I'm so fucking upset that this is what it's gonna be in the AFC, in the outside of the NFC North for like the next fucking like six years at least. Mm. God, God, I want to die. <laughs> uh, for the Bengals, we're gonna get them a owner that cares. I'm down with that. Can we get them some uh, bleach for Hugh Jackson so he doesn't become their head coach? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was thinking a, prost- a prosthetic hand for Andy Dalton. I thought when you <laughs> the said, second time he suffered a hand injury towards the end of the year. When you said bleach, I thought like skin bleaching like Michael Jackson did. And oh I was my like, god. Both of these are awful. Right? And I'm like, what was that going to do with anything? Corey, no. I, I just want to kill a man. I, was to say, like, I don't know what you're trying to fucking say there, Matt. I just want to kill a man. Yeah, just a little bit, you know? <laughs> just, just let him drink a little bit of bleach, you know? He'll be alright. slip it in there. I have faith in you, Driscoll. You could do it. Jesus Christ. Take a dive for your team So after they draft a quarterback. Just just amputate Andy Dalton's hand and give him a, give him a really nice new robotic hand. I... If it breaks, you can just replace it. Instead of it breaking and then him miss, missing the last four games of the season... Two years in a row. True that, true that. Browns, we're going to give them the hope that this is not just a fever dream. This is actually all reality. I'm down. Like I'm 100% about that. They should get that hope for once. They're going to give them the gift of uh, Freddie Kitchens as the head coach. <sighs> Come on, Freddie. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm okay with him being... I like the- Freddie Kitchens. I- I'm okay with him being the-, the Jeb Bush of the NFL. Which means he's probably going to get snubbed. Sadness. As long as he stays on the team, if he doesn't get the head coach, let him stay as the OC. Yeah, they will. They will for sure. He's not moving. He's not moving as the OC there. Give him the uh, Jim Bob Cooter. Like, we like you enough that you're going to stay as offensive coordinator. Even right. As new coach. Mm-hmm. Right. And just like, yeah, you're still going to get the plays. You're still going to make the plays. Just use the OC instead of the head coach. Right. And just like... I mean, arguably, if you're still able to call the plays, easier job for you. Pay uh, less money. Dallas Cowboys, we're going to give Dak Prescott some uh, skills as a throwing quarterback. Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. That's what they need. Can we give them uh, Jason Garrett firing, too? Because it's about time. I don't care that they won the division. <laughs> yeah, no. See, if if they would have missed the division, if, uh, Nick if good old Nick would have gotten his big dick out sooner... I think uh, 
I think it would have been possible. Sometimes it's hard. But I think because they have the division title now, even though it's really deceptive because that division's been horseshit all year, uh, they're going to keep Jason Garrett. can't believe they shut Carson Wentz out because they were like, there's not really a chance we're going to make playoffs. And now week 17, they're playing for playoffs. Mm -hmm. What happens? Because Carson Wentz doesn't have a torn ACL this time. What happens when he's healthy? I I told you what's going to happen already. Carson Wentz is going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> I told you exactly what the fuck's going to happen, Matt. I remember we talked about it last year. Like, man, there's no way there's any kind of implications of Carson Wentz leaving. I think if the longer this stretches on, the more possible it becomes. I really do. They were the team was uh, you know as amazing as Carson Wentz is because let's be fair, he's an amazing quarterback. Uh, the team wasn't looking too good this season. It's all about those semantics. Denver Broncos, we're going to give you a quarterback and a receiving core at the same damn time. The same damn time. Same damn I mean, they had, time. They had Demarius. Gone. He's actually playing decently well, too. Gone. And now he's hurt. Gone. Gone. Ace Achilles is gone. <laughs> Santa giveth, Santa taketh away. Uh, sorry about that. We just had a lead pop up for our investigative journalism. Uh, there was a report going out that it was actually a fight over which of those Fitzy Sue is the most generous. Uh, because Sue does a lot of charity work, even though he's like a terrorizer on the field. And Fitzy is obviously like should probably be win win Walter Payton Man of the Year like every year. Every year, ever, yeah. So uh, they actually got in an argument about who's the most generous, and now they're uh, think it's real, dudes. Yeah, they might they might challenge each other to an actual boxing match. Matt's gonna go find out. We got we got a phone call from somebody who's a trusted source. It's a lead. Matt's chasing it. He he ran out, dude. He's gone. Right. Um, Can't stop him. So anyway, we're gonna continue giving. Uh, the giving Santa segment, and we're gonna right. we're gonna continue with the Detroit Lions. Uh, we're gonna give Detroit Lions a will to live. Yeah, because they're they're just done. Uh, Want to talk about down in the dumps? Like right. the record isn't complete horseshit, right? But like, my God, every time watching the Lions play is miserable, man. Right. It's like it's just watching like it's like watching like a like a dog that just broke its leg trying to run around. Right. It's just really sad. <laughs> uh Patricia going to a division where he had five free wins to a division where he has five free losses. Right. Maybe maybe a gym too. He put on like thirty pounds since he joined that team. Have you noticed? No. <laughs> He's his gut like he had he had a bit of a gut right. like beforehand. It's gotten bigger. He's getting like I think it's because he's miserable, but like right. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> uh, Green Bay Packers, we're gonna give them an actual draft strategy. Yeah, like somehow they still end up with talented players that they draft, and then just immediately get rid of when the rookie right. contracts are up. Uh, um, quantity over quality, right? Right. And uh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> give him Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Houston Texans. I don't know. What do you give the team that's been handed everything? Give them a rougher schedule. <laughs> no, because like... Just to humble them. Yeah, I think they need to get humbled. I think they went on this massive winning streak and they're probably all on cloud nine right now. I mean, it, most of it will probably come crashing down when they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Right. But like, 
I think like they get like a rough schedule next year, like kind of like a kind of schedule that Cleveland's had this year. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's a rough schedule they've had. Right. Nobody looks at that. Like they actually finished for what that team has gone through, and like they finished pretty well despite that. I want to see the Texans go through that, and it, it, it might seem like it's a bad thing. That's a gift because <laughs> it really hardens the team, makes them learn. Um. Oh, and and uh, the continued health of Deshaun Watson. Yes. Uh. Indianapolis Colts. We're going to give them a Super Bowl run. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! More Quentin Quentin Nelson screams all the time. We're gonna give Quentin Nelson a megaphone attached to the face mask just, of right his helmet. The, just right in front of it. Just a little megaphone just comes off like it's just it's right below his nose, little tiny one, so the entire stadium can hear him scream and fucking kill somebody. <laughs> And then when it's done, he's like, you okay, man? Hey, hey come here. Are you all right? And pat on the back. Hope that was okay. That was okay. Good play, man. I appreciate you. I, I love it. You know, him and Andrew Luck go really well together because they're both really nice to the people they fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars are going to give you a quarterback for the first time. In oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, is it, I mean, is it going to be in Joe Flacco? Is, it, is that really the answer to that question? It is if you make playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, we're gonna give, we're just gonna give you guys some catch up. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And was... maybe some good December games. Right. <laughs> uh, LA Chargers, we're gonna give you some, we're gonna give you a healthy center. Yeah, and healthy Keenan Allen. Right. Jesus Christ, that man is made of glass. I thought he was okay this year, too. Like, for so long. We were like, yeah, man, Keenan Allen's doing so good. And then he got up, holding at first we thought it was his kidney again. Everybody's like, oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> but like, Jesus, man, it's something else every year. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, we're going to give you a brand new, healthy Cooper Cup. Yeah, they need it. Yep. It, 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 is, it was literally the instant that Cooper Cup got hurt. They just like went on the decline. Right. It was bad. He's he's so good. Uh, Miami Dolphins, we're gonna give. Up. I don't know. We're just gonna get rid. Of, instead of giving you something, we're just gonna get rid of Ryan Tannehill and Adam Gase for you. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Just make their special teams coach the head coach. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that dude's doing. The special teams play in Miami's nuts. Right. Like whatever the fuck they're doing, whatever kind of fucking crazy juice he's given to the kids. <laughs> They fucking they do some dumb shit every game. <laughs> We're gonna give you more special teams plays per game. I feel like they'll win if every time they get a punt they just run it in for a touchdown. <laughs> uh, no win games, man. Minnesota Vikings. We're gonna give you some cap relief from Kirk Cousins contract. Or make just you know, Kirk Cousins playing like he's worth. Not right. worth what he was paid, right? For once, because man, is that team gonna hurt? <laughs> oh man, Patriots, we're gonna give you uh, Tom Brady for the next twenty years. It's not gonna age. It's Probably gonna have him for at least the next four. <laughs> Just nuts! What the fuck? He's gonna that that boy is gonna play till twenty twenty two. Right. Fuck what? The fuck? Uh, New Orleans Saints, we're going to give you a third arm for Michael Thomas. That he way can he can uh, that way he can catch 120% of the passes thrown his way. 
I like that math. It's very good. <laughs> if you think that's thrown to the uh, wide receiver that's past him on the field, he Michael Thomas is just gonna catch him. Anyway. Or we just give him Mister Fantastic arms. So like, like you get true misdirection where Drew Brees like goes and throws his like ten get Ted Ginn or something, and then you just see Michael Thomas's arm just stretch <laughs> all the way across. It just grabs the ball with one hand and drags it all the way back. And then he just reaches over the goal line. Just <laughs> Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan. He breaks breaks the play as a Michael Jordan from Space Jam looking fucking just breaks the plane with his arms stretching it all the way. Needs some alien powers, dude. Uh New York Giants, we're gonna give you a brand new Manning. I don't know which one, but it's gonna be a new Manning. Is there a Manning brother left? Uh there's there's our oldest brother who played safety. For like a few years in the NFL. Bring him back as quarterback. <laughs> He's older than them. Uh New York Jets. We're gonna give we're gonna give you uh some experience for Sam Darnold. You're gonna bring out better awareness for Sam Darnold, because that's his biggest problem. Right. And an O line. That too. Because you didn't have one of those. No. Just, or a defense. Yeah. Shit just crumbles. <laughs> the Jets defense is such an anomaly. Because, like, sometimes you watch the play and you're like, what the fuck? And they sack Matthew Stafford <coughs> eight times in a game. Right. And then you need another week, and then they're just like, it doesn't even look like they have a defense. Right. I don't know. It's weird. Oakland Raiders. <laughs> We're going to build the Las Vegas Stadium. Right. Just so they don't have to play on a baseball stadium, a different baseball stadium next year. Yeah. Or in London is also the rumor. All right. What the fuck? You imagine fucking eight goddamn games in London? That's terrible. What the fuck? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, like fucking having teams have to go to London eight games a year? Having Oakland having to travel to and from London most of the year? You want to talk about tanking? That's how you tank. If, 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 if John Gruden's got one more year before he's in Vegas, he's got another opportunity to just tank, that's it. That's how you do it. Force him to go to London. They'll, they'll they'll win like three games. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. We're gonna give Saint Nick the ability to not have to come in halfway through the season to be good. He's just gonna be good from beginning of the season. You need to give him give him the Fitz magic. Yeah, but like because then it works. Because then like what you you figure Fitz magic's good every other week, right? Sure. And then Nick Foles is good. Second like, half of the year. second half of the season. So you figure that's a fucking twelve and fourteen. Right. <laughs> the math adds up, Corey. That's a playoff team every year. Uh Pittsburgh Steelers. We're just gonna give Juju his bike back. Yeah, I think he needs it. I think without it, he's he's just been been sad. And I think it's given some motivation again. Yeah. You know, he's just sad in general. I feel bad for him. I feel uh, really bad. That like that fumble wasn't his fault. Right. That was you got two boys on you, like basically breaking your spine, and like this ball's coming to any any motherfucker in the world. Goddamn DeAndre Hopkins with his magnet hands would still drop that ball. I'm so impressed that our defensive tackle forced the fumble down the field. Yeah. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. What a crazy game. I don't even know how he got there. He just uh, he just showed up. <laughs> like there he goes. I'm gonna help out. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. We're gonna 
let you play two offenses on the same field at the same time so you can play Jimmy Garoppolo and Nick Mullins. At the same damn time? At the same damn time. Yeah. Let me just clone, let me just clone Shanahan twice. <laughs> Put that team in Oakland. Oh, man. There we go. That's uh, it. Seattle Seahawks, we're going to give Pete Carroll more gum. Yeah. That's the only thing he asked for. He's a really modest man. Mm-hmm. That's all he needs because he's, he's might take the Seahawks to the Super Bowl again. Just need some gum. Yep. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, we're going to give you guys a run game. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Peyton Barber, dude. Tennessee Titans, we're going to give you guys a passing game. Yeah. And, uh, and not another running back option, so you have to get the ball to Derrick Henry. Right. Uh, and then Washington Redskins, we're going to give you guys healthy quarterbacks. Just a bill of health in general. That yep. entire team is fucked. Right. Like, literally, like, the entire team. Was it 11 starters? Something like that. All those starters? offensive linemen, all those quarterbacks. Right. It's like, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's It's, it's the majority of their starting lineup is just fucked. Like, what the hell? There's no hope. No that hope. team looked good. Yeah. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. That's it. That's it for that. That's that was it. fun. Been trying to delay talking about the Steelers Saints game for Kuiper to get back from from his in- investigations. And uh, man, is he taking a long time? That that tree stump must be giving us some fucking good information for him <laughs> to be taking that long. Yep. Don't know what's going on with that, but maybe he had a surprise candidate pop up too. Yeah, this is possible. He was a trash can. Garbage boat. Hey. Um, oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna give my side of the Saints Steelers. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah, guess. I want I want I do because I I uh got to talk to Kuiper after that game was over, and all I got from you was a fucking hilarious Snapchat. So <laughs> I want to hear what you what your take is. Uh, this is like the whatever week in a row that our defense has made a. Crucial turnover at a crucial point in the game. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, we didn't get the defense that showed up the past few weeks on the road, but we got a defense that showed up in the end, mm-hmm. which is what matters. We're, we're beating you in multiples of different ways. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's If Drew Brees doesn't do it, then... Our defense does. Mm-hmm. Our defense doesn't do what Drew Brees does. Well, it, it's it's the casual. It's the great thing of uh, Drew Brees' career getting extended by the just just breath of like talent and good play around him. Right. And uh, which is great, great for the game in general. Mm-hmm. A, a, a good Drew Brees is a good football. And uh, you have yeah, just everything that, that that team's been putting together this year. Right. Even when shit looks looks bad, like they just they just put their shit together. Even when it's like. They they create hope for themselves like that. That game against Dallas could have been a serious momentum breaker, right? And they they bounce back well. Like that that kind of shit breaks a lot of teams, right? And I was worried about that with the Colts too, and they they seem fine. Um, but yeah, just watching all, all the elements of play, basically every element of play from the Saints, just just mm-hmm. elevating each other, right? It's just impressive. That that is the best team in football, I think. It's undisputed. Mm-hmm. You you had, you had a red hot like. You did a Pittsburgh Steelers team coming off of one of the most important wins in like the last decade for them against the Patriots. For them to just walk in and just fucking get heartbroken. Mm. Saints the only team that could do that. Right. Um, 
there's there was talk about the Steelers got hosed during the one pass interference or yeah the pass interference play. So sadly enough, I was pissing when the when that call happened and I didn't get to see it. Right. So what happened? Uh, I just heard yeah, my friend screaming bullshit. Yeah, there was a they went up for a pass in the end zone. And there wasn't really any like touching or anything, but it got pass interference called on, uh, called on it, you know. But was was his hand on his back? Something is what like it was. That. Yeah, but I don't like those kinds of calls happen, and the the whatever about it is like good teams overcome bad calls or whatever, and that's not always the case. Uh, and I don't think that should be a saying, really. Right. But there's. I don't know. It's the Saints have been getting hosed on calls all season. There was a game last week where six Michael Thomas's catches didn't count because of, of PI of just random calls. Like uh, there was one play, Michael Thomas landed on the defender after catching the ball, and his hand like you know you like fall over your just hands or whatever. His hand was on. The guy's, like, helmet, and he, they called him for a face mask on that. Oh, Jesus. Right. There's been a... Honestly, almost every fucking team has been hosed by bad calls this year. Right. It, it just It's just been happening. There's been a lot of, like, inconsistency yeah. and just just bad calls this year. You just need to have full-time refs. And... Yeah. People people who spend time just fucking with the rules in the offseason, just right. studying shit and... You like, know, the, uh... You assign the refs ahead of time so they can watch the games that, you know, things have happened so they can pay closer attention to certain things. Like, uh, I don't know. There's last season, the Lanta fans were always saying that Marshawn Lattimore was holding on all the things. So at least give them time to, like, be like, hey, like, they say Marshawn Lattimore holds a lot. Just pay close attention to that. You can watch these tapes, see which what he's actually doing, see if they're actually holding or not. Right, uh, it just you just need stuff like that. You, you can't just have people that come in during the game and be like, expect to know what's going on. Yeah, you're not expecting. Yeah, you know, a lot of them have other jobs that they right. have to work during the off season, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make their full focus football. And the NFL can afford it. Right, there's no point not to. You can you can get some like an elite group of people, and you hire just enough. To do every game and have a few backups, right? Right. And that won't cost them a holy fuck ton of money. It'll cost them a, an amount of money, more than they're paying right now. But it'll also make the game more consistent, which I think is a big issue right now. A lot of people are pissed. Right. All, all fans of all teams have had bullshit happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just the way it is right now. And it's, it's unfortunate for the Steelers that that happened. But, like, it's not really anything you could do. It just is what it is. You gotta take it as it goes. There's plenty of things that happen in that game that also help them lose. Right. It's like people will like screaming from the rooftops. That's the only thing that happened. If if that call changes, there's a million other things that that ways that game could have ended. You don't right. know. And right. I think it probably still results in the Saints win, mm-hmm. just because this they this the way they pull that shit out. Right. And uh, it, it won't change everything. Mm-hmm. It was. It was just an important game for the Saints as it was for the Steelers. Right. Like, the Steelers needed it to get into the playoffs, but the Saints needed it. You've, we've seen how they played on the road the past few weeks. They needed it for the home field. 
for the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Saints with home field advantage are almost a shoe in for the Super Bowl. Right. So it's great news for for Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Bad news for Drew Brees. He might get the MVP and then uh, lose at the Super Bowl. Who knows? He might be be able to be the first one to break that curse, but that's still weeks away, so we can't get ahead of ourselves there. You know who I think is a strong MVP candidate right now? Hmm. Russell Wilson. Right. I think he's a super strong MVP candidate. And you see the way he, uh, everybody going into that game was like, the thing Russell Wilson Seahawks got to do is they just got to not try to out-gunsling Pat Mahomes. And Russell Wilson pulled up his long johns and was like, I'm going to out-gunsling Pat Mahomes. And then he went on the field, did it. It's like, what the fuck? Like, he's he's just able to. It, it's the same thing with, like we saw a lot with Drew Brees last year, where, like, shit got rough, and he's just able to turn it on and just, like, yep. just chuck the balls out and make the th- things happen. That's why he's uh, one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, top three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think undisputed top three quarterback. Yep. He's too fucking good. It's amazing. I love watching him play. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a closet Seahawks fan. Even though everything that they've done to you over the past few years. Yeah, I mean, I gotta respect it. I mean, it sucks <laughs> and it breaks my soul, but it's not like they're the Bears. So, like, I, 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 I get really mad when it happens, and I don't ever want to see them in the playoffs. But, like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta respect that hustle, man. Was, that's respect a good... the hustle. Yeah, it's a good football team. They had to work for what they had. You think about what they had coming into this year and what they had going for them. Never thought they were gonna be a trash fucking football team. They made us eat our shit, and like you got, you got to respect it. Right, you have to. And then I think that's a good one of the good reasons to just to, to make Russell Wilson MVP candidate or just give him the MVP. Like right. fuck it, and don't give it to Drew Brees so he can win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Pat Mahomes gets it. I I, I disagree now more than ever. Right. Um. I don't know. Pat Mahomes has a lot of things working for him, and then he had... He's still... I bring it up all the time, but he had those fumbles that, like, he they were recovering, like, majority of the season. And right. they, look what happens when they don't recover those fumbles is they've, like, lost all those games. Yeah. That they didn't get those fumbles on. And it's something he'll improve on as he gets older, but he's young yet. Right. And you, you just gotta roll with that. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that, but you're, you're a little hasty on getting him the MVP. Right. A little, little hasty on just being like, oh, Pat Mahomes MVP is incredible. He's like, yeah, he's incredible, but he has some stuff to work on. Right. Just like everybody else, you know? Just every every other young quarterback that comes to the NFL has shit that they need to work on. And he, he'll work on it, and I, I truly believe he will be uh, a very good elite quarterback. Just give him a couple years. Right. He's... This is pretty much his rookie here. Like... Yeah. I mean, he didn't even play at all last. He played one game. Mm-hmm. Give him some time. Yeah, he'll fix those issues, and he will be one of the best. Especially as the guard changes here, mm-hmm. where you have the potential of a Drew Brees retirement, and you have the, you have the potential of a Ben Roethlisberger retirement, and Tom Brady's not going to retire, but he's probably not ever going to retire. He's just going to die playing football. And you, you'll see that change, and you'll see people like Carson Wentz and and, and good old good old Patty Mahomes, and still Russell Wilson because he's in like that middle period between this. He just turned thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got so much time left in him. Oh, I'm so excited. Seven or eight years. Yeah. 
and that's that's if you know that that's if something you know does happens. You see quarterbacks playing beyond forty now, like mm-hmm. he could. I mean, his style of play probably makes it so it's not as possible because of how much he scrambles and runs around. You right. see with Aaron Rodgers right now, mm-hmm. it's getting harder for him to do that. He's going to have to learn how to become more of a pocket passer. He needs the right coach to teach him how to become more of a pocket passer. Right. And he has a lot of the O line to do it. Mm-hmm. He just needs he needs the confidence that if there's somebody within the same area as their wide receiver that he he's going to get the ball where it needs to go and the receiver is going to make the play on the ball to right get the... and then he'll get more confidence in that i think as uh these rookies develop and you know getting a healthy geronimo allison maybe not training jordy nelson dumbass but maybe not doing that getting in randall Cobbinstead. if you get geronimo back you basically have the same thing as jordy nelson yeah basically just younger right and uh, he's he's been great, and it's really disappointing to lose him this year. I think that that did, did take a huge blow because then you're put in the position with Randall Cobb being inconsistent and also hurt, and then Jerron Allison being gone for the season. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in a scenario where you have you have Devonte Adams, who's your number one guy, undisputed great receiver, but then you ha- in the mix up you have to have all of these other young kids. They're all young, all of them. And what do you do? Right. They're not, you know, they're not, they're not Juju Smith-Schuster. They're not going to walk in and make shit happen. Right, exactly. You have to, you have to play around it, and that that hurt them this season. But I, that's something they'll improve on. I think, uh, I think Valdez Scantling is looking more and more like a like a good prospect for the team mm-hmm. as he rolls on. It was weird that he just like there was a point where he just wasn't getting targets, and they just sat him for St. Brown. Like I like his name, but he, other than that, he's okay. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. What about uh, what about the thrashing that the Ravens gave the Chargers the other night? Oh my God! So I st- I had to rewatch that game because I had to sleep. Mm-hmm. But then I went to work the next morning and I just put the game on while I was working. And holy fuck! Because I got I got the text about like I woke up in the morning and then everybody was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I'm like, "What happened?" <laughs> so I went in my little you know, the little NFL replay thing and watched it. I was like, well, holy fuck, dude. That, that Ravens defense, man. Right. They're, they they shut down one of the most productive offenses in the NFL. Like, that's And scary. they got the game that they got, like, one of the better running backs in the NFL back. Yeah. Like, that's huge. Like, to be able to shut down, like, such a prolific offense. Uh, are they... All right, your, your team going into the AFC playoffs. Uh-huh. How would you rank the teams in order of I do not want to fucking play these teams to please let me play this team? Okay, well, I guess we can start from the please let me play this team. Number one is the Houston Texans. Right, exactly. Like, undisputed. Number two, the rest of this gets interesting because a lot of this depends on some things. If it's week two after the bye, Chiefs at home, the Chiefs. If it's New England as the third seed coming into me, New England, right? Okay. Number three. But then if it's the opposite scenarios, thrust them down the list. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rock bottom might be the Ravens. It might not even be because you're going to lose that game. It's just because, because you might die in that game. <laughs> <laughs> right. It might. It's going to be one of the toughest games you play this season. Right. And I think they are the most like dangerous team to play against right now. And it's a lot of it has to do with momentum. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with just the defense tearing shit up, and they will they will tear a couple of these playoff teams apart. 
And if they 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 come in, they would come in as the fourth seed, right? Off a win. Uh, yes. So they would play. So they would play the fifth seed, which is uh, which is it either the Chargers or the Chiefs, right? Right. Oh, they played. The, oh, that'd be amazing. They'd play the Chargers again. You fucking nuts. <laughs> They they just got they just walked in and got their their fucking dicks tucked all the way back into their asses and then they're gonna have to fucking come back. Yeah, that's gonna not be great. No, that's gonna be bad. Not great. That uh, that be so. I feel so bad for Philip Rivers, man, <laughs> having to come into that ship. I mean, that's the only scenario in which you know the Ravens yeah. make it. So, I mean, that means either the 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 Ravens or the Steelers are going to have to come in against them. I mean, the Steelers have better experience with them, but the Ravens have also had their numbers of late. Right, but maybe it was just Joe Flacco having their numbers of late, so it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look and see if there's any games that really mattered. Uh, Atlanta kicked Carolina shit in, but you have a backup quarterback and a team that's bad. So I mean, that's not surprising. Right. Uh, San Fran gave Chicago a game, uh, but my thing was like. People were saying that was a really close game. You have a five-point game. That was a very... When you have teams like Chicago, that's big defensive teams, you're not going to usually win by, like, 20 points. You're gonna, it's going to be those squeaky, like, Baltimore Ravens games from the past few years where you get out by a field goal or, you know... And it's it seems like a lot closer than what it was, but, like, if you watch the tape and watch, like, the defense just dominate the entire time, it's not that big of a, like... It's not as close as what it seemed. Right. Um, so, I want... Here's just some fun we can do. Take... Uh, see, this is this is last year's playoff picture. Hold on, hold on. Take, the, take the playoff picture for each division, right? And you, you can assume... You can assume it whichever way you want for the, the two seeds that remain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rank them how you actually think they are. Okay. Like give them of, like a true seating out of the twelve, like each divi- each conference or just each. Yeah, each separate the conferences. So okay. like, so like, so the NFC. So l- let's assume because it's funny. Let's assume that Nick Foles comes in. Okay. <laughs> and then let's say the Vikings. Let's say the Vikings lose to the Bears, which is very very possible. And who the Eagles play? Fucking isn't it the Redskins? This week. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so like they win, right? Pretty right. much, it's like it's the Redskins are gonna have trouble winning a game in, in this, at this point. So, I think that's the easy one to assume. I think I think it's the most possible one. Like the right. the right, likely scenario is that the Eagles get in. Mm-hmm. So you know you have your your playoff picture being you know the Saints, the Rams, you know going down the list. Right. Rank them. I'm gonna give Saints number one. I think yeah, I think that's good. Bears number two. Okay. Uh, give the Seahawks number three. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with this so far. Rams four. Uh-huh. Uh, Eagles and then the Cowboys. Yeah, it's good. I, mean, I think the NFC is a lot easier to do, too, because right. as much as we thought last year that it was going to be just a jumbled mess of just, like, good teams, mm-hmm. I think a lot of them kind of faltered this year. So we just have – and a lot of that's probably due to injury and – other dumb shit happening, but I mean that's football, I guess. Right. And then the AFC. Uh, 
you have what the, the Chiefs, potentially Patriots, the two seed. Fuck. Um, the Chargers. We'll we'll say hmm, Ravens or Steelers. I'm gonna say Ravens. I would say Ravens too. Since you need a fucking tie for the Steelers to get in. If that that's if the Ravens win against the Browns. Right. So all it comes down to your only two scenarios are if the Ravens if the Ravens beat the Browns at all, uh Pittsburgh would have to rely on a tie to get in. If the Browns beat the Ravens, Pittsburgh wins, they get in. Okay. That's what it is. Flat out. I mean the Ravens the the Browns and Pittsburgh would have to win for them to basically have a shot. So I think the most likely scenario is the Ravens. So mm-hmm. we'll go with that. I don't like any of these teams. <laughs> Maybe like the Colts. I don't because all right, glaring weaknesses. Patriots, you have you've had inconsistent play. You haven't you haven't had great defense. You haven't had great offense. The risk of not having home field advantage. Right. Uh Colts, I mean, you have Colts of like you know, I've said the Colts are okay. Like their defense young, it's getting shit done. Uh Andrew Lux, you know, gonna get shit done. Um, Chiefs, their defense is fucking abysmal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers, I don't know. Like, I, their offense is either there or their defense hasn't been playing good. You can run the ball easily on the Chargers. Uh, Ravens, I don't like the Ravens' offense. I think you just, I don't know. Like, if you have decent linebackers, they're pretty much easily stopped. You just have to make it so they're not getting over three yards per carry right uh and then the texans like we set out all year now they've been so soft that's scheduled right and like outside of deshaun throwing it to deandre what offense do you have outside of tech uh jj and Clowney getting pressure what kind of defense do you have yeah, this is all I would agree. So I probably put the, I probably see the Texans in probably at the bottom, right? Right. I'd I'd put the Colts at number one. That, but that's just who I am as a human. Right. I think the Colts. I think the Colts. Right now, I think the Colts are the best looking team going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's assuming they beat the Titans, but Mariota might not even play. And no matter how good the the Titans defense is, Blaine Gabbert isn't going to get it done against. This like up and coming defense. Right. Uh, I don't know. I guess I put the Chargers too. Okay. Uh, Patriots. I if I was an offense, I'd be drooling out the mouth to play fucking the Chiefs in the playoffs right now. Right. Like that's like whatever the score prediction, like the over under is. I'm taking the over on that. Like. You're just like I don't even care if you're the Ravens. You're gonna put up. You put up thirty points on them as the Ravens. That's ridiculous. Like that was when Joe Flacco was playing, wasn't it? No, that was uh. That, that was one of the first. That was the Lamar, first. Oh, okay, okay. It was early Lamar, Lamar game. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. That's that defense is literally terrible. Yeah, I mean you have, and like yeah, Eric Berry coming back helps, but I don't see it like being the one edge. That breaks. I mean, you saw it already. Mm-hmm. 
you've already seen it where you, uh, offenses just put up points against the Chiefs. And Pat Mahomes has been winning games by uh, doing Pat Mahomes things mm-hmm. and Tyreek Hill doing Tyreek Hill things. And Travis Kelsey running a really good slant route. <laughs> so it's just... Travis Kelsey being one of the top five wide receivers in the league. <laughs> Man, Matt's not here to get really mad about uh, neither of us thinking Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the NFL right now because right. it's George Kittle. And he's not a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I give you that. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, close this out and get ready to go into hype week? I think I'm good. I mean, do you want to run through mine and your predictions for the week? Oh yeah, we can do that. We, we could do that on the air at least, but it doesn't look yeah. like yeah. I don't think Kuiper's coming back. He must have ran into something like really intense. But yeah, me and you should could just run through because we were supposed to do our fat pot picks on air. So we'll, we'll see what we got here. You can go first, Corey. Go ahead. Okay, I'm bringing up the uh, schedule right now. So give me one second. Seventeen. Let's see. I got it pulled up. I can do it. All right, I got it. Oh, you got it? Okay, go mm-hmm. ahead. All right. We got Dolphins, Bills uh, at Buffalo. I'm going to give this one to the Bills. I agree. That's, you, you're looking at that. that's the, the, the trash game Josh Allen hype hour. Right. And, like, the Dolphins defense fucking shit. And uh, it, it's going to be fun just watching Josh Allen just do shenanigans against them. Right. And then, like, also Dolphins – what offense? It's almost like their special teams wins games. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, you are you don't have an offense. You're going up against a decent defense. It's just not going to be great. It's not going to work. So In Buffalo, too. And, and the cold. Yeah. Miami team going to the cold, boys? Uh-uh. No. You taking Buffalo, too? Yeah. Okay. We got Lions, Packs. We'll definitely go with the Pack. It's, it's in Lions in Lambeau. Bad time for them. Right. They're already having a bad time. They're going to have a worse time in Lambeau. Right. And if even if you're going off momentum at the least, that's still bad for the Lions because you just got a fucking forty point win as the Packers. Right. The Offense little, cogs looking like they're turning a little bit. Jets Patriots Patriots going at Foxborough Patriots in a must win game. Uh, easy. Easy. Easy money Patriots. Uh, you got Panther Saints. This one I'm not sure about because you're going to have probably Teddy Bridgewater at least for half the game. But you also have the third-string quarterback for the Panthers. Uh, Haneke went on IR. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think it's his name's Kyle Allen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see the first Kyle playing quarterback since Kyle Orton. Oh, my God. They just... This, they should put Taysom Hill in. Yeah, I think it's going to be Teddy and Taysom. Uh, I don't know how much Mark Ingram and uh, Kamara is going to play. I don't know how much Michael Thomas is going to play. Maybe they'll play until they get ahead by like two touchdowns and then sit. Probably. Uh, maybe. I think maybe. I don't think Drew Brees plays, but I think uh, we haven't really had any reports about what's going on yet. But I think at least the skill position people play half the game. I think Cam Jordan probably plays half the game. Uh, yeah, they probably play half the game, get ahead by like two touchdowns and a field goal or something, and then just sit, right. and then the game's over. But I mean, like the Panthers could still have a chance to come back from it. It's not like they care, right? Um, it's in 
I don't know. It's in New Orleans, so I'll give it to the Saints, I guess. Yeah, it's sensible. Like until we we don't know enough about the situation, it may change if we find out that everybody's just sitting the whole game. Right. Because I think like you're still gonna have Christian McCaffrey playing, right. and if the defensive starters aren't playing, Christian McCaffrey's just gonna run all over them. But right now, I'll put it on the Saints. Right. Uh, we actually don't know if Christian McCaffrey's playing right now. Right. Yes, yeah, so we don't know. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll find so, out. Yeah, we'll make change those picks by the time the game start on Sunday. Um, yet. The Jaguars at Houston. Is the Houston playing for a bye? Can they get a bye? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they can clinch a bye. So they're they're playing for basically the difference between uh, third and fourth seed, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars are playing Blake Bortles. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are you going as the Jaguars, you're not only going playing against Houston, you're also playing against your quarterback. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably give that to the Texans. Um, maybe if the Jaguars... You know what? I'll go I'll go Jacksonville. You know Jacksonville on that I'm one? I'm going to go Jacksonville. Okay, we're going to go opposites on that one. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Uh, I think starters are sitting on the Cowboys. Okay. I think... If I remember. yeah, you know, I heard this morning the Zeke's at least Zeke's sitting. Okay, so I might give this one to the Giants. Yeah, because I think they're. I don't think they're. They're not sitting anybody, so they're just gonna fucking. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't. Saquon gonna go off. Yeah, maybe. I think Odell might not be playing again, but I mean they've been doing okay without him. Forcing it to tight ends, <laughs> tight ends, and one of the shepherds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll go Giants on that. Uh, Falcons at Buccaneers. I think I'm going to give this one to the Bucks. Hmm. I'm going to go opposite with you. I'm going to I'm going with the Falcons on that one. I think we need to give. I think it's just appropriate to give Julio another monster game before the season closes out for funsies. Is he playing? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's hard to tell until we get to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers' defense has been pretty decent at home, so. You'll see how it goes, and I think Jameis will probably throw at least one pick. Oh, that's, you know. Uh, Raiders and Chiefs. Chiefs in a must-win. At home. Yeah. Chiefs win. Chiefs. Easy. Easy money. Oh, dude. Yeah, make sure you pick the Chiefs to force Matt to pick the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. He'll be him having just to type those letters. Right. We'll just give him agony. <laughs> uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. Who would have guessed? Yeah, same. I'm a, yeah, Cardinals poopy butt, and man, Seahawks looking good. Are, is their spot locked? I think they still have to win Who, to get Seahawks? Yeah, to get fifth seed, right? Uh, or are they a game ahead? No, no, they. I think they're a game ahead. I think. I don't have to look at it. Be nice if we had information in front of us. Yeah, see, we're not prepared. I think <laughs> I could click on it just see their record, and I would know. Um, no, it doesn't tell me. Fucking 49ers at Rams. Rams need a win to get a bye, so I'll go Rams. In L.A., it seemingly not seemingly C.J. Anderson just putting on his Todd Gurley shoes. Yeah, I'd give it to the Rams, too. Chargers, Broncos. Chargers has a chance. 
chance to win uh, division. The only teams in the NFL that's used to winning in Denver, I would give it to the Chargers. Yeah, Denver's look terrible. They don't have a receiving core. They don't have a running game now with Lindsey gone. Uh, You know, yeah, they're fucked. Just bottle up Chubb and Miller and you'll be okay. Uh, Bears at Vikings. I'll go Bears. Defense is going to harass Kirk. Yeah, I think they're going to get to him, too. Mm. I mean, they, they always get to him. It's it, You look at that line, and you're like, uh, yeah, I'd give it to the Bears, too. Unfortunately, fucking god damn it. I mean, I don't want either of those teams to win. Right. I wish they just tie. <laughs> but we'll give it to the Bears. Browns, Ravens. Go. I don't know. I want to pick. I want to pick Baker, but I also don't want the Steelers to make playoffs. So. I just think as as good of a season as the Browns have had, this Ravens team is got probably the most momentum behind them in any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't think it slows down just because Baker magic happens. Right. It might it might be a higher scoring game than we expect, but I think the Ravens will come out probably with a field goal win. Mm. I mean, we saw. Baker go up against a good defense uh, a couple weeks ago on Saturday night, and the score was 17-16. Right. So I I think Baker is going to have those big games where he goes 300 yards, a couple touchdowns. I don't think this is one of them. Okay. So I'll go Ravens. Uh, Eagles-Redskins. It's Nick Foles, so. Eagles. Yeah. He's, Nick Foles going to playoffs. Eagles. Bank. Bengals Steelers. Um, Wouldn't it be the most hilariously tragic thing in the goddamn world if the Bengals somehow won that game? Uh, you know what? They did it last year against the Ravens to play the upset to keep the Ravens out of the. Did they do it again without Andy Dalton? <laughs> Maybe. No, I'll go Steelers. Yeah, there's no Andy Dalton. There's no AJ Green. Like. Yeah. Burfix hurt was, too. It was Tyler. No, I think Tyler Boyd's out too. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, no, there's no chance. No. Pittsburgh. Uh, and then Colts, Titans, Mariota's not playing. He, he's questionable right now. Probably, yeah, questionable. He's, yeah. He's, I, I, I don't – I mean, the thing that sucks about it really bad is that, like, they almost – he almost has to play. Mm-hmm. But, like, with a stinger, like, it's going to hurt real bad to play. Right. So, like, are they going to make him do it? Are they going to – I mean, they can, they reasonably can't. I mean – Right. It, that's such a tough call, and that's why they, he's going to be listed as questionable until warm-ups. Yeah. But I would give it to the Colts anyway. Even if Mariota starts, I would give it to the Colts. How many games did he pick different from me? Uh, three. Okay, so you're not trying to win that? <laughs> I guess not. I, I'm right, right now I'm just flipping through and going with like you know what logically yeah. makes sense in my head. I might change before then to try to win. Like I might pick a couple upsets. Yeah, you need... Uh, you'd need- at least, you need four more to tie. Like, if I wanted to pick something different, I'd probably go with, like, Vikings beating the Bears, which would make me sad. And then, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Browns over the Ravens, even though I don't think that's a very logical pick, or Dolphins over the Bills. All right. Might be the only ones I'd really change. So, I don't know. That's something I'd have to sit down and think about if I really want to try to sneak this win out of you. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, All right, boys. I think that's it for us today. Yeah. Yeah, not really much else to say. We're just in the hype mode for Week 17 and the playoffs to come. 
it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch all the games on Sunday. And anybody who is going to watch the games, I would suggest finding out a way to watch Red Zone because, my God, is it going to be necessary. Um, you might be able to find somebody streaming it on Reddit. Not that we condone that. No, not that I would advise it because it's illegal, man. You know? Right. But, I mean, you might be able to find it. Just don't tell them I sent you. Find a bar that has it. Yeah, just, yeah. You just go to yeah. Beat ups won't do it, but you go find your find your local dingy dupe bar. Yeah. Walk in, get a whiskey, and go like, put on Red Zone, please. They got they got NFL Network, so they got Red Zone. Right. I mean, like, put just tell me like, point at the TV, be like Red Zone, and then they'll, they'll, somebody will put it on. Somebody. And if not, slip slip the slip the person at the bar like a five or something. Tell them put on Red Zone. <laughs> they'll do it. I'm um, gonna. I have a. Uh, my, my girlfriend's parents have NFL Network, so I'm just going to get their information off them and stream it off my TV. Very good. Um, I know, sorry for the weird episode, you know, the, the holidays at the beginning of the week really messed some things up for us, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I hope happens. you enjoyed the, the Corey and Jub Power Hour. A lot, lot quieter than the usual fad pod. No no Matt laughs and no Kuiper screams. Right. The, 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 the two quietest people out of the group having a <laughs> podcast together. But uh, it was it was a good time. I, I had a lot of fun. Hope y'all did too. I will see y'all next. Well, I guess you won't see ya, but I'll I'll hear ya. You'll hear me. I won't hear you. You'll hear me next week and Corey and hopefully fucking Matt Kuiper this time. After like they got fucking investigations to do and on the fucking podcast, they're not gonna come back and report it. I don't know what the fuck's gonna do. Uh, anyway, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>